Just as a disclaimer, this week's episode will discuss mental health awareness, an important universal topic that affects everyone, whether directly or indirectly, and can be a very sensitive zone for some people. Please feel free to pause this episode at any time to take a break or skip ahead to the second half of the show to hear my new poem, 2AM. Welcome everyone, you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. Now let's get started. It is estimated that 10 to 20% of Canadian youth are affected by a mental illness. Surpassed only by injuries, mental illnesses in youth are ranked as the second highest hospital care expenditure in Canada. Recovery and the journey to wellness starts with honoring the love and respect for yourself. Today on Punchline, I will take a closer look at what it really means to practice self-compassion, self-love, and increase your self-confidence while exploring our mental health and wellness journeys. Mental illness is increasingly threatening the lives of young people all across the world. Suicide is a big word. We've all heard it before. People just use it freely. Artists write songs about it. It's like talking about it is like accidentally touching the stovetop, not realizing that it's still on, and then you suddenly realize how hot it is, and you have to pull yourself back really quick, and you're in shock. But young people are the demographic with the highest suicide rate out of all groups of people. In fact, it occurs roughly five to six times more often among indigenous youth than any other group in Canada, according to a study conducted in 2012. The brain is one of the most important organs in our body. Just because we can't see mental illness as we can see a broken bone, That does not mean that it does not exist. Mental illness is real, always has been, and anyone who says that it isn't is just plain wrong. We need to take special care of our brains, hearts, and souls, and we need to do this collectively, especially now more than ever that we're confined to our own homes. Here are five things that I want you to take away from all of this as you embark on your own journey navigating your mental health and wellness. Number one, self-care is not selfish. You must fill your own cup of water before you can pour it into someone else's. Always remember to step back and just focus on yourself. Check yourself. Now, I've been keeping a daily journal, tracking my thoughts and ideas about this whole new living experience in isolation, away from a bunch of people that I love and the fact that I can't travel anymore. I love trying new hairstyles, catching up on La Casa de Papel on Netflix, exercising, and having a full breakfast every morning. Plus, I'm always listening to something whether it be an audiobook, a podcast, or a song. Number two, celebrate every tiny victory on your journey to wellness and just to where you 
want to be in your life right now. Even if it just means getting a decent night's sleep. Everyone's path is different and that is okay. Number three. Mental illness does not define who you are and it does not make you any less of a person. Always remember that. Number four. Check on your strong friends. Now, I've described myself as a pretty strong person. But even people who know that they are emotionally secure and are comfortable within themselves still need some love and attention every so often. I know, for me, that I can be somewhat of an introvert when it comes to my feelings because I just don't like drawing attention to myself in that way. But whenever someone checks up on me to ask how I'm doing, it automatically makes my day that much better. Everyone has feelings, and you don't know necessarily what someone else could be going through right now. Number five, you don't need to be at your lowest in order to feel that you need help. Call your school's guidance counselors, because they have themselves available to talk during this time of self-isolation, and all conversations are confidential. I'm so grateful that I can look to my mom as a mentor, a best friend, and we can talk about anything. Talk to your parents, a friend, or even a leader at your local place of worship. If those don't seem like the best or safest options for you, call a therapist, especially ones who work with young people. And even though you have all probably heard this a million times before, every year for Mental Health Week over the announcements at school, it is important to know that Kids Help Phone is always there for you. No matter what you want to talk about, they're there to listen. No judgment, totally private, 24-7. They take privacy seriously and want to ensure that you feel comfortable speaking with their counselors. Their number is 1-800-668-6868, and they offer a great line of support. There are always options, and there's no shame in asking for help. It takes guts, and you're brave for taking that next step forward. And let me tell you guys something. Punchline with Hannah Flores, the poet, was not just created for me to speak words into my microphone. I'm using it as a way to inspire young people like me that they have a voice, that their words are valid, their feelings are valid, that their lives are valid. You are always, always worthy. Unfortunately, total number of 12 to 19 year olds in Canada at risk for developing depression is a staggering 3.2 million. But there is always hope. In fact, once depression is recognized, help can make a difference for 80% of the people who are affected, allowing them to get back on their feet. Students, young people, and adolescents alike identified mental health as our social justice issue. We are going to be the ones that change this for the future generations, but we really need everyone to be on board with this. 
Choosing the right language, educating yourself, sharing kindness and willingness to listen, and continuing to talk about mental health will help end the stigma and transform how we view mental health and wellness as a whole. In Canada, only one out of five kids who need mental health services receive them. We need to do better. Reach out, empathize, be good listeners, and end the stigma. And we need to do it now. People start to heal the moment that they are heard. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Punchline is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Please check out the Canadian Mental Health Association's website for more information on mental health awareness and how you can give help or receive the help that you need. Now, back to the show. Right now, I would like to recite my newest poem, 2 a.m., This is a mental health awareness movement, and I hope you will find it moving and want to move along with it to end the stigma about mental health. If 2AM were a person, I would tell them everything from secrets to thoughts to dreams to fears, because that is what 2AM is there for. It's there for you. 2 a.m. is the hour of writers, painters, students cramming to finish papers, musicians, silence seekers, the creative and overthinkers. We know who you are. Within the cavalcade of lights in city streets, we can see your light is still on. Keep it up. 2 a.m. is for the poets who can't sleep because their minds are alive with words for someone who isn't there. For the alcoholics, drinking themselves into amnesia until they can't remember who hurt them. 2 a.m. is not for the lovers asleep in each other's arms. It's for the lonely. The ones who are in love with the loved but are not loved in return. And the lovers asleep in each other's arms who still feel lonely. 2 a.m. is when all is contemplated over FaceTime and Snapchat. The meaning of life, far away galaxies, magic, the lies you've told, your childhood, your fears. And if we're not meant to have midnight snacks, then why is there a light in the fridge? And at 2 a.m., you realize you hate small talk. Like, I don't want to know what's up. Some nights you will feel like an astronaut, untethered from the mothership and completely weightless. At 2 a.m., you could feel impossibly small, like your whole body could just slip through the gaps between boards and park benches and never return to this world again. Some nights you will feel like a house of cards, carefully crafted and easily blown away, fragile, too delicate to ever be touched. Or maybe, like each cell in your body is made of the strength that holds the earth together, check on your strong friends. Don't believe us? (laughs) We're just pretending. And that is okay. Because you are made of stardust and minuscule atoms and breakable bones and the very building blocks of everything in the universe. And you are too alive to never feel anything more than human. 
from the outside looking in, it's hard to understand. From the inside looking out, it's hard to explain. Sometimes the night overtakes us in eager desire and we soon lose sight of the sun. The world around you is quiet now and nothing feels real. Not even your problems that gnaw at your ankles in daylight and you stop searching through the smiles and tears crammed into your pockets, trying to find God in the ceiling as you look up, trying not to do the opposite of healing. There are thousands, even millions of stars that freckle the night sky and as you stare at them, you realize that stargazing always makes things better. The world is so beautiful at this time of night. I just wish that more people were awake to experience it. Because 2am really is for everyone. If 2am were a person, I'd thank them for being there for us when no one else was. Maybe now you'll stay up longer with the promise of a sunrise. Or maybe you can sleep a little easier, knowing that tonight is already tomorrow morning. Well, it looks like you've beat me to the punchline. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and thanks for joining me this week. Make sure to visit my YouTube channel, Hannah Flores, the poet, where you can subscribe for more exclusive video updates, short films, and poems. Keep up with Punchline on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I'd appreciate shares across all platforms. Or, if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. If you like this show, you might want to check out my Twitter, at HannahThePoet1, or my Instagram, at HannahFloresThePoet, for more information. And drop in some things you want me to discuss in the future. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Punchline with Hannah Flores, the poet.